Welcome everybody to episode 7 of Schumann Says. Week 7, pretty good. We uh, had to take a week off last week. Coach had a little uh, uh, family thing he had to deal with, but we're back again for episode 7. Before we get started, I want to uh, address, we finally got a comment on our YouTube page. Um, So somebody out there was watching and decided to make a comment. This comes from Aaron Snyder. He says, I'm sorry, but if joining a conference means you don't have to do things like play Central International College twice, then you may want to consider it. I'm not sure what he's talking about, but what do you think about that? Yes, sir. It's a great comment, and Aaron, we appreciate your thoughts. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly with you. Um, If we could get in a conference that could secure four to six games, three home, three away, it would be a wonderful – uh, schedule. Um, we did get lucky. We were able to find Central International College over there in Chester, Virginia last year. We had some cancellations. They were willing to play us. Uh, the first game we went to them, they had about 26 players. We rocked them pretty good. I think the, uh, some of their players quit, so they showed up with 16 members on the second round. Uh, even the um, we're fortunate they showed up. We got the game in, got some video. Uh, we just had some postgraduates uh, get some offers today that we're fired up about. Kyler Davis got an offer at Norfolk State. And uh, uh, Traylon Jones out of Louisiana got an offer. But, Aaron, that's a great comment. And uh, if we could find a close, close conference, uh, the conference that uh, Palmetto Prep wants us to get in, actually, uh, there's a west side. There's some uh, Atlanta, Georgia, which is nine hours away, Birmingham, Alabama, uh, Asa, Miami. Uh, so the distance of our travel would uh, triple. But it's great comment, and please keep on coming. Whatever you see, whatever we can do to make uh, our sports program from middle school to postgraduate better, uh, it's duly noted that you made a comment about conference, and we will try to find uh, you a unique schedule to keep our players happy and our fans happy. So, very well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, it's good to hear from the audience a little bit and see what they think. You know, I didn't even know, you know, again, not being really involved with the PG team, I didn't know anything about Central International. Um, but Yeah, we went to them on Parents Weekend, Saturday night of Parents Weekend. So, we had the parade. Our guys marched in the parade. Once Prey was done, we boarded up, went over there, uh, played a night game. Kelly was there. Reggie was there. Uh, watched the game. And then after the game, our guys were allowed to head on off and uh, enjoy their families. Hmm. And then they reciprocated and came to us. I think it was on a Sunday. Um, and we got them pretty good. So, uh, very good. Yes, yeah. we, we will definitely investigate conferences and try to get our schedule in a better format. So, yes, sir. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and, and it is. It is, uh, you know, I, I used to help try and build that schedule. It is tough to find teams that not only are willing to play us, but also fill the criteria that we need. You know, we don't want to play some powder puff teams, but at the same time, we don't want to travel 47 hours to go play them either. So, it right. is kind of tough. I put Coach Aaron in a bind. I scheduled a game with Jersey Coast, who was a friend of mine, and Jersey Coast had some problems. They had to cancel, so we were we were uh, hunting for games, and we found two. So, uh, again, we definitely it's on our mind to get in a conference, and uh, hopefully we can, we can find some good 
teams and do that. So very well, very good. well. Good, good stuff. Um, so first uh, subject we got to talk about today is obviously the devastating news of the loss of Kobe Bryant. It's been obviously all over the news since uh, it broke. What was that Saturday or Sunday? No, Sunday morning, Sunday early morning. Sunday morning. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, came as quite a shock to everybody. I think. Um, you know, it was just at first it was one of those things when somebody told me I thought it was a hoax. You know, you get those every once in a right. while. Um, but sadly, the news turned out to be true. Uh, he was flying with his daughter and seven other people. The the helicopter went down in the mountains. Um, and it's just a terrible loss, not only for the basketball community, but just the culture in general. You know, I'm not a basketball guy. I've said that a bunch of times. I'm, I'm a hockey guy. I don't watch basketball, but I watch Kobe. And, uh, you know, I watched his last game where he scored 60. You know, a lot of those playoff games where he was balling out. Um, and that's coming from a person who doesn't watch basketball at all. So, what did you think about it, Coach? What are your thoughts? Well, there was two things. Um, you know, growing up 35 miles from Philadelphia, knowing his father, uh, Joe Jellybean Bryant, mm -hmm. watching him play for the Sixers. And then uh, uh, he went off and played overseas and he gets back and he's I think his assistant coach with the Sixers at the time raises his son in Philadelphia he went to Lower Marion High School which is very familiar and uh, uh, we worked so hard Thursday Friday Saturday I couldn't wait to Sunday just to relax and then all of a sudden we yeah same thing I think the first thing I saw on Twitter was a hoax or something like that he and uh, Rick Fox and it came out that Rick Fox wasn't on the helicopter, but Kobe and his daughter was. And it was devastating. It was a devastating blow. And I just walked around, uh, devastated a whole day with uh, teary eyes and uh, just hurting for the Bryant family and the whole NBA community. Um, when a young man, a young legend who is doing great things uh, passes away early, it's just devastating. And I followed NBA religiously on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Friday. <clears throat> I listened to Shaq's interview last night yeah, that was tough. with the tribute. And uh, um, and then, you know, uh, watching the games on Monday, they went ahead and played the games and watching the 24-second uh, expirations on both sides, the eight seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, the young players uh, – you know, uh, emotionally distraught and uh, trying to play. So um, it was devastating. It still is devastating when you uh, – when, when nine people lose their lives and, uh, you know, uh, what the Orange County baseball coach lost uh, his wife and daughter, I think, too. And that so there's three people out of that family that's gone. The pilot's gone. Kobe and his daughter's gone. It's just uh, – Still, still, still have uh, uh, some devastation, and I, I, I don't know when we are going to recover or the country is going to recover. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's um, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, whenever somebody famous passes away, it affects different people in, in different ways, and I think that this one um, universally affected everybody negatively. You know what I mean? Like some people, when a celebrity, like a movie star, dies, you know, oh, I liked his movies. Oh, it's sad. And you can feel for that, but, you know, this is the first time that it really affected me in a deep way, um, just because it was so shocking. You know, again, if you're my age, you grew up shooting a, a piece of paper to the trash can saying Kobe, you know what I mean? So, 
Um, it's 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 sad that he's gone, uh, and the loss of his daughters is just as bad. I mean, even worse, honestly, because she had such a bright future ahead of her um, on the court and off the court. Um, and it's just tough to see. You know, it's, it's tough to see. Now, I saw that there's a petition going around to get the NBA logo changed to Kobe, um, which I think would be cool and probably appropriate uh, given his contribution to the game. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the changes are. Um, I agree with that. I think that's a good move. Uh, Jerry West has been the person on the tag for a long time, yeah. and it's time to get, you know, honor Kobe in that way. I think Jerry West would be willing to relinquish that title, just like a lot of people, you know, want to switch to his numbers now. So yeah. uh, I agree with that. I think it'd be very good for the league and very good for our country to go ahead and do that yeah i agree and then the other the other cool thing i wanted to mention is uh i saw a tweet that said you know when you're playing basketball we're no longer playing 21 we're playing kobe where you played at 24 and if you you know go over 24 you go back to eight which i was like that's pretty cool I, yeah that was a pretty cool situation pretty too idea, when so. i saw that so a lot of things going around to honor him mm-hmm. um you know i'm waiting for the announcement of uh when the funeral's going to be it's probably going to be hmm probably going to be uh, bigger than any presidential uh, oh, yeah. funeral or anything that we've ever witnessed or what um, Princess Diana funeral or whomever. So yeah. um, I think, you know, the good Lord is willing to sometimes send us a message that our country's got to tighten up and get together. And I, I think this is bringing us together. It's closing gaps and uh, sure. uh, getting us off of the president problems and the future presidential um selection and uh all that stuff so uh uh we're gonna mourn we're gonna uh celebrate and then uh hopefully we're all tied together and uh can get us back on track i agree i agree and in that vein you know the show must go on as as uh they usually say kobe would want us to continue on doing the same things we're gonna do so we're gonna jump right into the next topic which is obviously the super bowl um coach schumann was right i was incorrect I picked the Titans on a flyer, thought I could maybe, you know, catch somebody sleeping. Um, but Kansas City was just too good, and the Titans couldn't hang. Uh, and, I, and then we both guessed San Francisco. I think, you know, a lot of people thought that Green Bay was going to take that one. Every time I said San Francisco, it was like, really? You think Aaron Rodgers? I, was, nah, I don't know. You guys haven't been paying attention, I don't think. Um, but yeah. what do you think of those games? I like them. I like them a lot. I got a little nervous when San Francisco jumped out and then Green Bay started coming back and started hitting some things. Yeah. But they held off. And, uh, one, it's good to have young, fresh blood mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Um, I did get a little nervous when the Titans jumped out, too. I think they got up 14 to nothing. Yep. And uh, then they had some miscues, and uh, Kansas City uh, took over, and uh, – Seems like they can uh, score points in a hurry. That's the key. Got that, knocked it out, and now we got two. Here it is Wednesday. I listened to the the um, NFL commissioner today at his press conference give the State of the Union address for NFL. I thought it was appropriate and well done. I had no problems with what they're trying to do. Uh, I, I did hear that. You know, during the press conference, one of the reporters says, you know, you always look and expand overseas. Why don't you just go up to Toronto and put a team in there? I was like, hey, man, that's a good idea that we can get to Toronto in four hours by a flight or two hours by a flight. Yeah. I've been to Toronto. It's a beautiful place. All they have to do is build a stadium that's capable to handle 65,000 people. So, uh, I like that. It was good. 
Um, they address the uh, the old former players, alumni, before I think 1973, how they are going to try to upgrade their retirement money. Nice. Um, Jim Brown is pushing that one, so uh, I really like that idea. And two, they're they're going to try to do better with minority hirings. I thought that we missed a bow here on a couple good minorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kansas City offensive coordinator, I've watched him, uh, Eric enemy he's a good coach good player remember him at Colorado and uh, but uh, San Francisco's uh, defensive coordinator was up for some so I mean things are ticking um, in the right spot and uh, tomorrow it gets inches closer and closer to the big day I can't wait to sit there Sunday and watch it so yeah, it should be it should be a great game. And then the uh, the other thing I heard is that they're renegotiating the CBA right now too. Um, Starting tomorrow. Yeah, so that that should be interesting to see. Uh, my my brother was telling me that um, he's pretty sure the the franchise tag is going to be gone now, which franchise I think is probably tag good. Is nice one to get rid of. Yeah. Then they're gonna they're trying to cut back I think to sixteen games, hmm. sixteen or seventeen. They're getting out of that eighteenth game, and uh, they're going to cut back on that a little bit. So well, that's that's what I was home packing my bags. To, I had I got to head to Philadelphia after this, and uh, I was packing the bags to listen to the uh, NFL day. So yeah. uh, one good thing about Fork Union, we always have winter break on the Super Bowl, so it should be yep. a nice, relaxing day. And then uh, we have a minimum manding day on Monday where we all can come in in the afternoon and catch up on our work and get ready for uh, our week next week. So yeah. Should Pretty be good. good. Should Pretty be good. good situation. Um, did you watch any of the Pro Bowl? I didn't. I think I watched two plays. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know who won, nor do I really care. But I couldn't get interested because of the Kobe factor. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just uh, wanted to do something different and uh, do just, just try to do something, pray a lot, and yeah. say, hey, I'm not watching football. I'm just. I think we watched. Some of these shows where you build, rebuild houses and my mom loves stuff, stuff like HGTV. that. HGTV, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's addicting. No, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, um, that you know that was the main thing. We were, this was a topic we were going to talk about last week before the show got canceled. But um, I didn't even watch a play. I don't know anybody that did watch it. Now, again, like you said, the Kobe thing was kind of hanging over everybody. But I don't know if anybody's watched it in the last five years. I mean, why, why do we even do this anymore? You know, it's like, can we just have an all-star roster and leave it at that? You know, I mean, and, and the you know, the, the complaints I did see about it is it basically amounts to a two-hand touch game. Nobody wants to get hurt. You know, nobody's playing hard. Um, it's basically a free vacation in Hawaii. And, or no, they, they moved it to Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. And, uh, yeah, I the crowd coverage did not look to be much. Yeah. It seemed like there was a lot of gaps in the uh, stadium. But, um, you know, I guess it gives – if you are selected and you're on the winning squad, I guess they still pay you 50 grand. Yeah. If you lose, what, your 30 grand or something or 25. So, still a little give, gives our guys who have been selected some more money in their pocket and stuff. I mean, I don't mind it. I would have probably watched it if if it wasn't a devastating day. Yeah, Because yeah. I usually – I will Just leave it on in the background or Sunday something. Sunday afternoon, probably do some Arena Bowl or yeah. CFL or Pro Bowl. But it was just one of those days where you're like, hey, I just got to do something else. Yeah. I do it yeah. all. 
And HGTV is always there for you when that happens. <laughs> There's always the, uh, what, buying houses on the beach. That's right. <laughs> you exactly. got to watch that one. Beachfront bargain <laughs> yeah, hunt. that's it, man. <laughs> got to do that one, bro. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure, you, I'm sure you also heard the news about Antonio Brown. Uh, again, that's a little, little late on that, but I still wanted to get your reaction to see what you thought. Um, to me, it seems like he's exhibiting signs of CTE, uh, but it's hard to tell. What do you think? I thought that as well, but I we played North Carolina Tech when Antonio Brown was there, and you know you play the same way and you act the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, he was right beside me when he returned a punt, and uh, you know he. I thought he spit in my direction, but uh, I can't really <laughs> prove that. But you know it's an intense game, and he was out there. Uh, showing his Antonio Brown butt and doing things uh, that was out of character, and uh, um, and it's carried over. It's amazing how uh, people just don't change. I mean, yeah. even when you get a pocket full of money, you know, should be able to smooth out some rough edges and uh, get your advisor to get you settled down. So, hopefully, it is. Hopefully it is something that's curable and yeah. get him back on track and get him out there. But it looks like it's just it's just uh, twirling down into a terrible direction. And that will be devastating, too. I mean, I I've watched this kid come out of Miami, go to North Carolina Tech, go to Central Michigan, put all the records there, help Pittsburgh. Thought he would uh, calm down with New England, but it did not happen. So yeah, we feel for Antonio Brown. It's just what we're feeling for uh, Kobe right now. Yeah, I felt like uh, if anybody was going to be able to get him in line, it'd be Bill Belichick, but apparently not. Um, apparently not. So that's a story that we'll keep uh, keep our eye on and, and see. Um, you know, hopefully he turns it around. You know, these charges are kind of a wake up call. Uh, hopefully he turns it around because, you know, you don't want to see that uh, with anybody, especially you know an athlete that you kind of admire. Um, on to some more upbeat news. Um, Derek Jeter was in, inducted into the Hall of Fame and got 99.7% of the vote on his first time on the ballot. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I like I Derek so. Jeter. thought he did good. I think there was just one vote that wasn't for unanimous, yeah. being unanimous. And uh, he's in. And uh, I liked it. I liked his interview. Uh, I thought it was great. I mean – I followed Derek Jeter many, 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 many years, and uh, he deserved to be in. Good yeah, I guy. agree. I mean, I think he's one of those guys um, that somehow avoided most of the controversy of the steroid era. You know, I mean, you never really heard his name thrown around with that, um, even though he was right in the heart of it. And he ha- he was a consistent player throughout his entire career. It's not like, you know, Mark McGuire where all of a sudden he's bombing home runs out of nowhere. Jeter was always even uh, along the way. And, you know, again, I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm a D.C. Uh, fan. I was an Orioles fan growing up. So I'm not a Yankees fan in any way. But I definitely do respect Derek Jeter. Uh, the way, you know, the way he approached the game, uh, the way he played the game was all, um, you know, top-notch, high-class type of guy. Never, you know, one of those uh, – at least it didn't seem to be like the kind of guy that would treat you like dirt on the outside of the diamond, you know. Um, yeah. Seemed to be good to his fans good. and stuff like that. So, definitely well-deserving. I, I want to know what was going through the one guy's head who didn't vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why not just make it unanimous? Maybe he was like, I can't do that. Can't have it unanimous on the first side. I don't know. 
Um, but, you know, it, it is good to see him go. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, I, I haven't really seen who else was picked for this class. Um, but, you know, it's going to be interesting to see now that guys in that same time frame as Derek Jeter ha- are now going into the hall, who's going to get selected, who's not, uh, you know, who's going to get snubbed and all that stuff. It should be pretty interesting to see moving forward. Um, one other thing I wanted to get your uh, opinion on with regard to the MLB um, is the Astros are looking at signing or, or bringing on Dusty Baker, the old Nationals uh, GM, to be the manager. Um, good move or bad move? What do you think? I love Dusty Baker. Yeah, me too. Still, I, thought, like, I thought his firing was still a chewing that uh, toothpick right there in the dugout. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pretty intense guy. I like him as a as a manager and a GM. I th- you can look at his record. His track record record is superior. So I think it's a good move. Get a good level headed guy in there that's genuine to the game. And uh, the thing about that is um, the cheating scandal. It's funny that they all blame Tony Tony Larusso started mm-hmm. it, and now he's head of like the. Uh, the behavior rules or something, the baseball. I mean, everybody's coming like, well, hey, man, when we play for this guy in White Sox, yeah. uh, he had people stealing sides and blah, blah, blah. Now, you know, he's the enforcer. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, it seems like he shouldn't really be in that position. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, there's still – I don't think the fallout's done from that. Um, you know, there's still some investigations going on, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all of that. But, but yeah, but this Hall of Fame stuff is pretty cool. We – I don't know if we mentioned this the last time or not, but let's circle back. The NFL people decided on some Hall of Fame inductees, and it was cool to watch the NFL person go into these uh, Fox set mm-hmm. and announce to Jimmy um, – I forgot his name. What's his name? It used to be the Cowboys. Um, oh, uh, uh, Jimmy um, – Somebody. But, with the uh, great hair. Yeah, Jimmy with hair. the good hair. <laughs> um, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson. Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So the Hall of Fame guy comes on the sets and it says, hey, I'm here. Congratulations. You're now in the NFL Hall of Fame. And then he did it with um, Bill Cower. That was the first one. That almost brought me to tears right there when yeah. he walked out on the set and said, Bill, boom, you're in. I got your wife and daughter here. You're in the NFL Hall of Fame. What do you think about that? <laughs> that was crazy. I mean that that was that was a good move on the NFL's part. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's a cool way to do it. You know, and um, then you know they showed Der- um, Drew Pearson on the phone not getting the call. He got he got upset a little bit, but um, that I thought that was cool. I just brought that up. But uh, Major League Baseball, their news with what they've inducted, I think it's crazy though. You know that Pete Rose is not in. I agree, and I think you know you got to give some, yeah, you got you got to give some consider more consideration to Roger Clemens. I mean, yep, you know, I mean, people just don't play throw the baseball for 19 years and have a great career, and uh, you know, even if he was juicing or whatever he was doing, I mean, I would imagine they have a pitcher in the major league. Um, Hall of Fame who doctored the ball up oh, that I'm no sure. one even knows. So yeah. I mean to me, I mean, we we grew up watching those three guys. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, uh Sammy Sosa. I mean Yeah. 
Pete Rose. I mean, Pete Rose is the leading hitsman, averageman, played the game aggressive and serious the whole time, never took a day off. I mean, hey. And really, at the end of the day, he was betting on himself. You know? right. He yeah. wasn't betting against yeah. himself. He wasn't yeah. throwing He's the game. On, I'm betting on my team to win. <laughs> exactly. So that to me uh, seems seems like a, a a kind of an arbitrary reason to keep him out. I mean, you know, I understand not letting him in the first ballot, but come on, man. Like yeah. there there's something there that that has to be rectified. And I agree with you. You know, the whole uh, players during the steroid era. You know, the guys who were obviously juicing. Okay, I could see it, but even still. That was part of the game at the time. You know, it was it was prevalent. It wasn't like it was just one team or one guy. It was across the league. So well, look, look at all the stuff that people have now. Yeah. They have pre-workout stuff. They have post-workout stuff. They have stuff you take during the workout. Mm-hmm. You know? People take a al- allergy-type medicine before they go in a lift to get fired up the lift. I mean, I mean, these guys were just trying to take some things to get them through, you know, six games during one week. Right. I mean, it's tough. even in my college career, I, I mean, you know, I, we took vitamins. We we did the Nebraska thing where you cut up little chocolate wafers to eat during the game at halftime and so on. I mean, mm-hmm. that was back in the day in 75 through 80. Yeah, I mean, they're These even guys. still using smelling salts to, like, yeah. wake up before right. the game. Like, I mean, that's crazy to me. So, so, I mean, these guys found something to catapult their careers into all-stars should go in all fame. I, I mean, I mean, what people take now that's legal would possibly be illegal 20 years ago. So yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Probably, hopefully, we'll get some comments about the major league uh, steroid problems on uh, YouTube, and yeah. we can discuss that next time. Yeah, if you know, if, again, if you're out there and you have you want to chime in on that that topic, let us know. You know, um, we love to hear different opinions on that as well. Uh, so the last major news we're going to talk about, and as I said, I'm not an NBA guy, but I wanted to, you know, give you a little NBA to talk about while we're uh, while it's kind of popping off in the news. Um, last week, Zion Williamson made his debut after being uh, hurt for the first three months, which, you know, that's tough to start your your rookie year out with a torn meniscus. Um, and he's been doing pretty well, from what I can gather. Uh, you know, that first game, he scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, really in like three minutes. Um, Pelicans still ended up losing, but uh, I just saw an article today that said after four games, Zion Williamson is dominating. So, um, what are your thoughts on him? Is he, is he going to be for I real? I love Zion, Zion Williamson. I mean, I watched that game all the way to the end where he got hot. And usually where he is good is around the basket. And he's got a quick jump, quick shot. But then he moved out and hit, like you said, four to five straight threes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would have won the game if his head coach didn't pull him out. His right. head coach had him on limited minutes. I think he was going to do 22 to 24 minutes. And uh, he got around 24, and his coach pulled him out. And that got him behind, and uh, they, yeah. they couldn't hold on. But Zion is good, good. Man, he's an impact player. Really like his body, like the way he moves around. Um, right now he's got a level head. He speaks well. He's good. He's a good interview. Everything that he is showcasing, I really, really enjoy watching. So, uh, I heard to, uh, last night in the, their first home game with him, he scored 14 points. So yeah, like you said, he's doing the dominating 
situation. And uh, and that's even um, with limited time, so that's yeah. even more impressive. Um, that means when he's on the court, he's got to take advantage. Um, but and yeah, the, and the Pelicans had like a they were eight eight wins out of eleven before he started. Nice. And so you know he's added on the roster, so that'd be good. I mean, keep it going, win, get in the playoffs, make a splash, add another piece. Because, you know, I like J.J. Redick as well, and J.J. Redick's told him already that he's been a year for 11 seasons, and he's always – for each one of those seasons, he he has made the playoffs, and he wants to keep on doing that. So, yeah, yeah But I, mean, I like Zion. Keep it up. They um, also had the trade deadline coming up next week on the February 6th, or maybe that's – yeah, that's next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, should be an interesting time. It's – you know, trade deadlines are always good times. You'll have somebody throw a lot of money around pick somebody up and we'll shuffle the deck a little bit um but if you had to compare zion to a player you know previous a previous player for somebody who doesn't really know basketball who would you say he's most like or is he like anybody is he i think he's like a small i mean to me he reminds me of a small stature shack nice (laughs) i think he's like mini shack with a little bit of barkley in there okay all right yeah that's that does a good job of putting a picture in my head of what that's like so that's that's pretty helpful. Um, yeah, so again, you know, trade deadline February 6th, uh, and we'll we'll continue to touch on the NBA because things are going to start heating up here. Um, maybe I'll have to actually start watching some games so I can actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, actually, um, the other night I watched a little bit of hockey. So hey, that there you I go. Could, I, so you need to peek at some. It's Wednesdays and Fridays. That's okay. all you got to do. Wednesday's a doubleheader. Friday is all night. All right. That's there what you we'll go, do. man. I'll turn some on tonight and Get I'll have Hubert something to talk on. about. There you go. Exactly right. All right, so moving on to uh, one of our favorite subjects here, the f- news going around Fork Union. Uh, like you mentioned, last week we had that wrestling tournament, which I uh, actually got to work, and it was pretty awesome. Pretty it was intense, a long day. Man. But that was uh, – it was it was intense, you know. The one thing I don't understand, and, and this is kind of a sidebar, but, you know, with wrestling, it's – uh, um, you know, mostly male-dominated sport. Ten, what? Ten percent of guys are colorblind, and they use red and green wristbands for the <laughs> officiating. So I'm sitting there trying to score. <laughs> I had no idea what hand was what. Luckily, Hubert was there with me <laughs> to kind of keep me on track with the scoring because I was lost. I was like, I red and green, I can't see them, so uh, I don't know what to do. But it was well, a good I, day. That's what I was nervous about. It's like, oh, you got to do is watch the official. And, I mean, you see the official flash all these things. Oh, I know. are like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he was, like, doing all these hand signals. I was like, man, I don't know what any of that means, man. You're going to have to tell me. But uh, we got through it. I thought it was a pretty good thing. Fork Union won, which was awesome. Fork Union was winning, and then they won. And, I mean, got the trophy. I was – I was that was the first trophy as an athletic director that I designed. <laughs> so um I did make a mistake. I should next year as I design it the um the winning trophy should be a little bit taller than the runner ups. Right, so right. I'll do that next year. But uh for the first trophy and the the plaque, the plaque, the three plaques we yeah. we passed out were also had two biceps interlocked. Everybody was fired up about that. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely good good takeaways. I'll say that. But yeah, we had a good good wrestling all day and uh Fuma came out on top, so they're ready and fired up for the Virginia Prep League this Saturday. Uh Prep League tournament starts at ten o'clock. Probably go to about five. Uh we should win that one handily. There's only five teams in there. So uh we're we're hoping to bring the trophy home for that. 
Then they're going up to the uh, Melee in D.C., February 8th. That's a big one with about 30 um, wrestling teams. I think they were third last year, so we're hoping to move up there one or two this year. Mm -hmm. It's at Wilson High School in D.C. Nice. And then uh, I would imagine we're going to have maybe two, maybe three uh, wrestlers who qualify for nationals. Nationals is February 15th up at Lehigh University. It's always been up there. It's a wonderful place. So we're fired up about that. Awesome, awesome. And then I know um, I think we had some basketball games this week as well. We had nine basketball games in our gymnasium. Wow. We had one middle school game uh, Thursday, and then Friday we went uh, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and 8 o'clock with postgraduate teams coming in. Uh, hard nose, um, intense games, very highly contested. Massanutten, Mount Zion, Hargrave, Fork Union, uh, Believe Prep, Beckley Prep. Uh, just continue on into Saturday. We had a 10 o'clock game, a 12 o'clock game, a 2 o'clock game, and a 4 o'clock game. And then at 6.30, our high school team played Christ Church, uh, a game that went down to the wire, a last-second shot by Christ Church to win the game 51-50. Um, Hate that. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, we were on the go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, could, when I left the gym Saturday night at 10 o'clock, I was so happy. Man, <laughs> I'm still tired. I oh, am I still bet. tired from that. I bet, man. Yeah, the, the AD's job is never done, really. I mean, you're you're here all day uh, working hard. And, and well, I got to say, I've been pretty had, impressed we, with it. We had one game we had a fan kicked out of the gym. Oh, yeah. It was a minute and, and like – 10 seconds into the game and the official stopped and said get this guy out of here so then i met with the fan and said hey you know you got it you gotta leave he said well i traveled 250 miles to see my son i said okay let, let's figure out a way where you can do this without getting in more trouble yeah so i said i'll tell you what i'll take you up in the balcony and sit with you and basically had like a fan time out with me for <laughs> for 40 minutes so we sat there i talked to him i talked him down I said look you know you know the way you're cheering is just rubbing these officials wrong cheer regular cheer right yeah so we got him under control i sat there with him then uh hargrave got up on mass by about 20 and uh, uh kind of he was a mass nothing fan kind of kind of calmed him down so uh i had to run downstairs to let at the other teams in and, and support the other teams. But uh, just uh, some new things, being AD, all of a sudden you're sitting there watching games, hey, get this guy out. I'm like, oh, my God, what do I got to do? <laughs> do I call like, the cops? Do I'm like, something? yeah. yeah. It's like, do not act like the PG football coach and go nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't want to do that. Uh, but sometimes that might be necessary. You never know. If the fan gets that unruly, you might got to turn it on, you know. Uh, get Coach Schumann in the building. I was using mean? some Liz Schumann stuff where I was like, you got to connect I connect with them, talk them down, de-escalate, show them, show them that you know you got a common ground, and they're like, "All right, just sit with me, come on." Well, that's that's pretty good because that could have been, been a tough situation. Yeah. Then so. we came back Monday with a game at four o'clock, and then last night I went to Collegiate. We beat Collegiate. Our high school team beat Collegiate the first go around, but man, Collegiate was waiting for us on this one. Yeah. And they they hit nineteen three pointers. Wow. And just 
I saw they were up at halftime, right? I saw on your Facebook. Well, page. yeah, it was close first quarter. Next thing later, boom, 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 like six three pointers right on us. Uh, half it was like forty one to twenty two or something, yeah. and then they came out second half and just hit some more. They hit eleven straight more. And I'm like, gosh darn. I, Jeez. After the game, I went up to our coach and said, hey, "Nothing you can do with that. Yeah, it's nothing. There's no coaching, nothing. Your kids. I mean, these people are out there on the three point line in the corner hitting it out in front on the side." Yeah, there's not much you can do, yeah. Not we can do. I mean, and they were contested, not contested. So, we got in, got them back here last night at 10, got them ready for the exam, and now they play Friday, so we're going to get ready. We play Trinity Friday. Then we come back off a break and play St. Anne. So, man, they're in They're in a grind. They're in a grind. Hopefully, our guys. that is a grind. Hopefully, yeah. uh we can get a get a just knock off a couple and get in that tournament and see what we can do in the tournament. Yeah, that's uh that's the plan, right? Just make you got just got to make it. You got to be a participant. That's the key cuz once you're in the tournament anything can happen, you know. Um and then when you mention uh February 6th, you know, February 6th is always national signing date. It's a little uh for football, it's a little quiet now since there's an early signing date, now a late signing date, but right. uh Wednesday, February 6th. We'll have some more people from our high school team as well as our PG team make a commit and commitment and sign with their schools and move off and uh, uh, become great players. Like I just saw where Muhammad Cisse uh, made it with the Seattle XFL team. Nice. I've been going through the rosters and trying to track Any where the Fork Union guys are. So I found Muhammad there. Muhammad came here, um, went to Marshall, didn't like Marshall, went – to a junior college and ended up in Nebraska. He pl- he's played four years with Detroit Lions. Uh, it's been out a couple years. Now it's with the XFL. So now we got a familiar name and face that we can track in XFL, and we'll continue to – if we find some more on rosters, we'll let you all know so you can check them out as well. Definitely, yeah. And once uh, the XFL games start here pretty soon, we'll be we'll be covering that uh, weekly because, you know, D.C.'s got a team. Got to pay attention now. So – I think uh, I saw one advertiser. Season tickets go for as low as twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not expensive. You know, they're trying to get people in the door. Um, and I, I don't know about you, I'm fired up for it, man. I'm, I'm oh, ready. I can't wait. Yeah, we're I'm going. I, I can't wait. Exactly. So we're taking one Saturday or whatever it is Sunday that they play. We're going. Man. Yeah, I think they play on Saturdays, which is good. We're going. You know. Um, yeah, I'm definitely down for that. And then. You know, like you said, we're on uh, winter leave right now, so the school is fairly empty. Uh, you know, we still do have some kids on campus, but most most of them have gone home, so good we for you. We got swimming here. They're, they have diving championships, state diving championships Friday, and then they're heading uh, to St. Catharines in Richmond for state championship in swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Drew Lydig, who's a highly rated swimmer. He's going to try to break some records. We got a couple relays there going. Uh, we got PG basketball going down to Hargrave Saturday, and uh, we'll we'll play and participate in the Hargrave tournament. Uh, they open up. I think the second game they have an IMG prep out of Florida. Um, I hope we beat them. And then we got another strong opponent on Saturday, which is uh, it's kind of slipped my mind. But PG's going. High school's here. Our high school team is going to stay because they got a Friday, Tuesday game. So they're training. So right now we got about 100 kids on campus. And as we get into weekend, as the teams move off, 
that will leave us with about maybe 50 to 40 kids left for our military people to supervise. So, man, that's always nice. You know, the kids that are here, while not ideal, it's a uh, it's a lot better of a schedule than they normally have to deal with. So, yeah, it's nice and calm, yeah. relaxing. Uh, we all finished breaks. We're going into what fourth term? Yep, fourth term. We're heading into fourth term. Then we turn that corner, get into fifth term. We get out a week earlier this year. We get out around May 15th. It's a Friday graduation, so that gives us a chance to get a jump on the summer. Mm-hmm. So a lot, a lot of interesting things coming up. Yeah, parade season right around the corner. We've got um, spring sports getting ready to start up. I know I'm going to try and start, start lacrosse after this break, so that'll be pretty good. Um, and, you know, we'll see. We got, a, we got one more um, team to confirm on our lacrosse schedule, and uh, – and it's good I to got go. one more baseball game to confirm, and I'm working heavily on the JV lacrosse schedule, JV baseball, middle school baseball. Got some tennis. I got one golf match. I got to get a couple more golf matches. Once we get that straight, hopefully by mid-next week, we can get everything out, get it posted on our website, get our officials in line so we can get going, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, keep your eye on the, uh, on the FUMA Athletics page while you're there. Click on over on that tab uh, for the AD club. Sign up to help support our athletic programs. We've actually had a few guys join um, in the last week. I know I saw there was somebody at the at the wrestling tournament that joined, right? Uh, or am I just imagining that? No, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We had a couple guys come in and uh, secure some AD spots. and uh, It's growing. It was good. Yeah. We're keeping growing. We're gonna, uh, we got a lot of stuff to replace and rehab here. Uh, our surfaces, our track, our tennis. So uh, any any donation that we can find will help us get better and uh, provide better facilities, better support things so that our athletes can uh, uh, can get it done. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, like we always say, it's always the plug. Uh, the money does go a long way to help our athletic program. It just is another avenue for us to not have to go to the business office and ask for money if we can have a nice little pool just for emergency funds or whatever we need um it does help and it is it is uh you know very beneficial to the kids yeah our last ad donation was by tim brown who played on our uh 90 91 team with kevin plank um signed with university of maryland went down there had a great career he told us the story that when once he got to Maryland, there was uh, 14 linebackers, and he said he just he just grinded through the um, development that he learned from Fork Union. He said he just kept on it, kept grinding, kept doing good things, meeting with his coach, and next thing later, he's beating them all out, and he's the starter. I told the story to our young coaches who were sitting here at the Martin Luther King Combine. I said, uh, Eddie George got suspended out of prep league. He came up and practiced with us. And uh, we were doing some uh, seven on, 11 on 11. And Eddie took the ball, and Tim Brown hit him so hard. Damn, he depleted him. <laughs> Eddie George got up, looked at me, and said, I'm good. Walked right <laughs> off the field. I've had enough. I said, Tim, I've, I've told enough. this story over and over. You got to tell it. He said, believe it or not. I said, you got to coach. I knocked him. Hey, I'll tell you, you know. But Tim Brown. I believe it. Uh, from um, he was from Statesville, North Carolina, and that season I had five Statesville guys, and uh, they were all very sound and good players. And uh, now Tim is down in Atlanta, 
He owns his own business and uh, construction company is doing well. He brought his own son, a stepson, and a friend up for the combine. So hopefully keep our nice. fingers crossed that Coach Eric uh, tagged him to come on so that we have Tim in here next year watching our games and uh, help supporting his son with a PG athlete. So it's going to be good. Definitely. And, you know, that, that team will start to – it won't be fully shaped up until, you know, what, three weeks, four weeks before they report. But hopefully he's starting to get a good look at, uh, you know, at least a good core of guys. Yeah, I think our next PG workout is February 21st. It's a Friday. Okay. we got the flyer out today. Nice. Uh, it's a Friday. Check-in, 1030. Uh, meet with Coach Eric, take a tour, and then 12.30 start the workout with all of our coaches. So, uh, Yeah, we'll be plugging know, that Once the weather more. changes, get into spring, uh, get some more people in here admissions-wise to fill our uh, undergraduates up, get our PG teams well-stocked so we can get ready to roll again next year. That's right. Also, if you're um, out there and you want to participate in Alumni Speaker Day, uh, go ahead and reach out to us. You can even just leave a comment on the YouTube channel, and we will get it to the appropriate people. Um, but we've got a good lineup of people coming in for that, and it's always a good uh, uh, a good opportunity to kind of give back to the school, get back on campus, check it out. We also have alumni uh, weekend coming up as well. Um, all kinds of fun activities. I know Hubert would normally tell us all about that, but he's uh, he's busy working right now. Um, but there's all kinds of good activities going on, golf tournament. Uh, there's like a, a bar crawl in Charlottesville. All kinds of good stuff uh, for you to kind of get back with the, um, you know, your your fellow alumni. I and, think and last reminisce. year we had cornhole. Yep. We had um, softball. Um, and then now they've added the brewery tour. Plus, we always go golf. So, it's a great event. I've had some uh, uh, teammates call me and said they're coming down. Nice. Um, with hiring Demarcus Roberson, he's in contact with a lot of his fellow players, and uh, he's trying to get about food. ten to fifteen guys in here. Nice. So we have a qu some reunions. So if you're, you know, if you're a former athlete and you want to come and just hang out with your old coaches, come on in. We can yep. play golf. We can socialize, drink some iced tea, whatever you need to do. <laughs> we can get it done. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. If uh, again, you know. Sign up. Leave a comment on the YouTube channel if you want to participate. We will reach out to you uh, or get you in contact with the right people. As always, check us out on Spotify and you. Uh, I mean, uh, Spotify and iTunes. Leave us a little review there. That definitely helps our metrics with that. Um, and we will be back again next week with episode eight. Of Shooting sense. Yes, sir.